So, is it really good to disagree? Does every relationship end up with an argument? Well, today we intend to answer that question and so much more in this episode of the Home to Haven podcast, so stay tuned. Well, everyone, welcome to the Home to Haven podcast. Yes, I am Terrell. This is my wife, Jen, and we help couples communicate in their relationships so they can build a haven of peace and love. So if you've been looking and searching for a place to find Christian tips on dating, relationships, marriage, well, you found the right place. So welcome. We're so glad to have you. Make sure that if you get anything from today's episode you like and you also subscribe. That's right. Thank you so much for joining. If you're just listening or if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to get connected with us on Instagram as well at Oak Haven Company. We have some great content over there. We love to share behind the scenes and give some exclusive peaks of new things coming. That's right. Today's episode, I think 33. 35. 35. Well, I'm way off because I'm thinking 33 because Scotty Pippen. He's Okay. He's your of, favorite, but yes. He's my favorite. 35. Off, but yeah, 35. How about that? Yeah. 35 episodes, 35 weeks. If you've been tuning in, we really appreciate you, appreciate you sticking with us, going with through this journey with us, and there's so much more to come. Today, what are we diving into? That's right. So we really focus on teaching couples how to communicate, and today's topic is how to get from a disagreement back to a peaceful atmosphere and relationship. That's a good one. Uh, So many people uh, encounter disagreements. In fact, every person in a relationship is going to encounter a disagreement because the reality is you're not going to always see eye to eye on every single topic, every single uh, time. That's right. You're two different people. You have different viewpoints. You have different ex- experiences. That's right. So every couple will, it's safe to say, have Absolutely. a disagreement. It's pretty much guaranteed. So it's now, how do you navigate and walk through those disagreements? And a disagreement is different from an argument. That's right. So a disagreement is just that you, you're you not agreeing on... Maybe, for instance, something very, very simple as, uh, what is it? You like chocolate, okay. and I don't necessarily like chocolate. Right. I love chocolate. It's a disagreement. So we're not on the same page about something. Uh, we have different opinions. Now, an argument is going to escalate a disagreement, okay. and it's unable to find common ground. Okay. And then you begin to go back and forth, blaming um, and really going into a talking environment because there's no understanding, there's no... Um, motive to gain understanding. An argument includes blaming and you language and condemnation. Whereas a disagreement, you can, you can have a healthy disagreement and still walk in love. Right. But an uh, argument turns into all the negativity and the things that that brings. Right. An argument is typically more of a heated conversation, right? More of, it could be angry, you know, having those negative emotions versus just well, we disagree about something. Now, is it safe to say you can agree to get to disagree? Or should you always, if you're with your spouse or in a relationship with someone, should we really be working towards an agreement if we do have a disagreement? Or is it okay to say, well, I think this way, you think this way? Sure. Well, let's look at what the scripture says. because That's where we get all of our guidance from. The scripture says in, in uh, Amos 3 and 3 that two people cannot walk together unless they are in agreement or also in alignment. Right. So it's important that if you are husband and, and wife, if you are spouse, married together, that you are pursuing to walk and come into an agreement. Okay. Especially on household items. 
Now, if it's something as simple as chocolate, chocolate, <laughs> you know, I think it's safe to say uh, that's not going to be anything detrimental to your relationship. If it is something as where your kids are going to go to school, right? Well, now we got to get into alignment. We got to come on the one accord, and so you want to be walking together. And so it's important if you're dating that you ask questions, right? So that you can find out is this person um, in alignment with my core values, with my belief system, where, I, where how I would raise my children, how I would do finances, so that you don't run into arguments or a lots of disagreements. You want, we want to try to mitigate those as much as possible. Right, and we're always going to point you back again to good communication back and forth. So we're going to start with those questions, and we're going to work back and forth really listening, right? What's the whole point of communication is to really listen to the other person and learn, try to understand, right, where they're coming from. Yeah, Proverbs 4, 7 says, in all you're getting, get understanding. So the goal of communication okay. is to get understanding, right? We have to have a desire and a want to to be a good communicator, and a lot of times people think that communication is just talking. Right. There's also that key part that says listening. Right? And I think a lot of people think that communication is trying to prove their point. Like the purpose right. is it to get is to get their ideas across right. or to get the other person to hear what they're saying. It's important that we don't do that. And let's take a moment to think about that. That when you are in discussion, the goal isn't to win. Okay. The goal is to get on the, the same page. Right. And so we have taught and we do teach to communicate to your partner, I'm on your team. We are in this together. I'm, I'm We're in it to win it. I'm not in it to win it. Right. But we're in it together to win it. Uh, Isaiah 1 and 18 talks about how um, come let us reason together. Mm -hmm. So as a leader in our house, as a leader in our relationship, it's my responsibility to foster and create an atmosphere where you'll feel safe to share and where we can, again, come and reason together. Even if we don't agree, mm -hmm. it's my responsibility to still make you feel heard, make you feel valued, right. and ultimately, we're going to let God's Word decide what needs to be um what needs to happen in our in our in our relationship? Right, as we were mentioning before, we could be having a disagreement about something that may be small, but let's start talking about what if it's a major life decision. Right. You mentioned it quickly, but what if it's something about well, you want to move, and I don't think it's the best for our family, or you know, making a big purchase, or like you said, talking about where your kids need to go to school. So. That is a different, right? A little bit of a different type of disagreement Absolutely. because that is the path or the trajectory of where your family is headed. Absolutely. It happens all the times. We made a major decision in our own our lives uh, last week and it was not a rational decision. So it's important. And hopefully, you know, you've got some history. Right. Where as, again, as, as a leader, uh, if I'm making a decision, it's not always me. I'm offering your input. Mm -hmm. I am asking your opinion. I'm asking, well, what do you think about this? What do you see about this? To help me navigate this decision. And so we've got a track record of typically for major decisions, I'm not one to just make a rash, pull the trigger. Right. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. This is how it's going. We take some time to think it through that it's not emotional because mm -hmm. I can be emotional and that we're praying through and really getting the peace of God. And so I encourage you to involve him. 
in your decision-making process. Because ultimately, if, it th- if it's things like purchasing a house, where to send the kids, moving to another state for a job, mm-hmm. you don't want to just do those things without seeking the counsel of your Heavenly Father. Because obviously, He knows what we can't see. And so He's going to be the one to really give you that peace or not no peace right if 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 it's not for you. I think that's really important because a lot of people get stuck in that position, right? Where they're like, well, this is what I think. My husband or my spouse or my partner is thinking the other way. I know that I'm right. right. So they're thinking, you know, I know that I'm right or this is what I want. This is what I believe is the best for our, our family or whatever right. the decision is about. And then you're saying, well, we do communicate back and forth. We just can't reach that common ground. Right. But you're really pointing them back towards, well, where are we really looking to make that decision? Are we looking, like you said, to our Heavenly Father? Are we looking at the Word? What does the Bible say about these decisions that we're trying to make? Sure. If it's something like, you know, a house, you know, is it the correct time? You know, and Mm -hmm. you're really discussing those things. If it's something like um, how to pay a bill or when to pay bills, you know, you may have a certain way. You do finances, and it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Here's one thing. It might not be wrong. Just because your way is different doesn't mean it's wrong. That's right. Just because I do something different doesn't right. mean I'm wrong if we 100%. both come to the same conclusion. So that can kind of get people in, in hangups and snags because mm-hmm. you're doing it differently than I would do it. And, uh, and we have to be open and receptive to different a different perspective, a different uh, way of doing things, a different method. Uh, a third party, a second party to really help us, hopefully not a third party in marriage, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> but, but right. you know, to get, the Bible says in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. Amen. So you want to have trust in your spouse to give that input so that fellas, she can help you with what you can't see. And ladies, he can help you with what you can't see. Right. And when you're, when you have those open lines of communication, right? You can really talk through the different scenarios. If you're not coming from a point of argument where you're like, well, this is, you know, you're getting heated about it and you're thinking this is the only way. But if you can go back and forth with the other person, really lay out all the different scenarios, really get to the root of why they think the way they think. I think that is important because that helps you understand what the other person or the point of view that they have, where they're coming from. Asking why, well, why why do you choose to do it that way? Why do you think this is a good idea? Why do you think it's a bad idea? Mm-hmm. You know, and not being defensive on either side, but really true. Again, the, the goal is to gain understanding. Right. And we do want to watch it. Why are you doing it that way? You know, well, tell me, can you explain to me why you choose to pay all the bills at once versus spraying them out throughout the month? Mm-hmm. Well, I like everything to come all at once. It kind of lets me do this. And this, that, that. Right. Well, personally, I feel we should spread it out. That way, if something uh, uh, comes up that we don't know, we've got something up in the tank. Right. Okay. So then now what, we, what do we do? Right? So there's got to be a, okay, what's best for us? What's going to work for us? Mm-hmm. How about we give your a shot, then we give mine a shot? Or flip it back and forth, but there's got to be some type of somebody's got to extend the bridge, right. extend the hand, and say, okay, here we are. There has to be some give and take. And Olive like branch. you mentioned before, if, you, if you've if you built and you've had some time with each other, you should have built some trust back and forth. 
prayerfully. You've built some trust. So we've already been through situations that have had that have been like major life decisions. And I know and I've had I have that background knowing that you have led us through those situations before. So I know, well, maybe I might not agree with every little detail of what you're saying, or maybe I might not even be thinking that this decision is correct. But one thing I do know is that you have a proven track record as a leader of our house. And so sometimes I need to take a step back. Again, you're always dying to yourself, right? You're putting God, letting God be more in you than in you, less of you. And so if you have that trust, then hopefully you can lean on that and And be able to. And the other thing you need to do is also, I encourage you, I want to tell you what to do, but I encourage you to... It may seem so simple, mm-hmm. but to spend time in prayer. We're like, oh, okay, yeah. But, but really, you know, if if you can't get through to your partner, mm-hmm. which, who, who am I? Well, they have a Heavenly Father. And so, okay, Lord, I'm asking you to show Jennifer where I'm coming from. Help me understand where she's coming right. from. Help her to see I really don't feel like we should do this right now. I'm really sensing this is not for you. So, God, right. help her to see it. Lord, show her eyes. Reveal it to her, Right. And so he can do what we can't do. God's all powerful, Amen. right? So it's important that you trust the God more than you trust yourself when it comes to trying to communicate with your partner. Right. And I just want to reiterate that because I think that is super important is to actually spend time in prayer because a lot of people will say, well, I'll pray about it. Or they might even ask other people to pray about their situation. <laughs> so true. Um, but they just kind of say that and then kind of move on with actions versus right. actually taking the actual time um, Putting that time, setting that time aside, you may need to sacrifice some other things that you're doing, but actually put that into practice and see that it actually truly works. Yeah, if you need some help when it comes to prayer, we actually have a a free resource. costs you nothing. You may have it. If you don't, you want to go to okhavencompany.com. Also, the link is in the description. We've got a prayer guide for your home, and it is six prayers you can pray, speak promises to declare over your home. One of those is about communication and having sweet words Mm -hmm. in your home. So it's a great resource to just get a starting point. You may not know what to pray or how to pray. Right, absolutely. Or maybe you do and you just want something else, right? It's just a great tool. We uh, lay out uh, six scriptures. We give you the reference. We give you the verse. Yep. We give you the reason why it's good to pray this prayer. Um, And then a sample prayer. You can always tweak it if you like. But some words you can say and speak of your home. So get that today. It's awesome. Great uh, prayer guide. A digital download resource. It's at okavencompany.com slash guide. That's right. It gives you those action steps and really gives you th- the foundation for setting your home's atmosphere, which will result in better communication overall with your spouse or loved one. Yeah. So just to kind of wrap everything up, you know, it's okay if you all have a disagreement. It's okay if you don't see eye to mm-hmm. eye on every single item. What is important is that you foster and facilitate an atmosphere of love and peace in your home where your spouse, even maybe your children, can feel safe yeah, even absolutely. if they don't disagree, if they have a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we want our opinions and our um outlooks to always line up with God's word. His word is the final authority for every single thing that we do and every decision that we make. So point yourself, always align yourself back to God's word. 
That's so good. Keep those lines of communication open. Ask those questions. The whole point is to get to know each other, understand each other, whether you're just starting that dating relationship and you're just hitting your first disagreement or your first argument, um, or whether you've been married for years and you've been dealing with different things throughout the years, there's always going to be something that you need to work through. And so communicate, communicate, communicate. If you've got questions you want to ask your partner, you don't know what to ask, we've got a great resource. It's 180 questions to ask your partner. You want to go to oakhavencompany.com, and it'll be right there at the very top. And it's a a great course that Jennifer and I have done. It is over two and a half hours of content, of video content, a self-paced Self-guided uh, course. That's right. Yep. You can take at your pace with you or yourself or your partner, married, dating, whatever it is. There's always a. There's also a 51 page. Yes, that's right. I said it. <laughs> 51 beautiful pages of a beautiful curated digital PDF download. It's absolutely awesome. And why is it 51 pages? Well, first of all, there's 180 questions. That's in right. There. All <laughs> questions are in there. <laughs> Six categories, and Jennifer has. She has checklists. She has um, a budget sheet. She has what well, a budget sheet, but some other yep. stuff in there. She's got um, action steps. Yep. We have um, guides and just all kind of things in there to walk you through step by step how to really know your partner. We say in six months, and so it's a great resource to make an investment in your relationship to really get to know your partner. That's right. You need to download that today. It will help you get your relationship in alignment. Make sure you're on the same page with each other. There's goal setting. There's um, reflective places in that workbook as well. So grab that. It will ultimately um, change the way that you see communication and help you communicate better in your relationship. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it. We've got spiritual questions. We have character questions. We have relationship questions. We have finance and goals questions. We have vision questions. We have fun and informative questions. That's right. You got them all. Those are the six (laughs) categories. And they're actually the 180 questions that Jennifer and I ask one another in our time of dating. And we still ask each other questions, even married. So again, the link will be in the bio, in the description, in the podcast, on YouTube. Check it out today. You'll be glad you did. And we thank you for tuning into this episode of the Home Haven Podcast. Comment below. Let us know some of the things that you may have be, have a disagreement on. Let's hear those comments. That's right. We want to hear that. If you want to hear more. And we look forward to seeing you next week. All right. God bless. Thanks for listening. We hope you've learned something to help you grow in your relationships and received some practical ways to make your home a true haven. Now it's time to put what you've heard to use. We'd love to hear what you are doing, so connect with us on social and send a message. Search and find us at Oak Haven Company on Instagram and Facebook. We also have resources for you, such as printables, devotionals, and helpful articles on our website at oakhavencompany.com. And we'd love to stay in touch with you with our exclusive offers, news, and content made only available to our email list members. Sign up today to receive Jen's free download pack and Terrell's confessional guide as our way of saying thank you. Click the join our email group link in the description. And again, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.